Okay, I have this really random story, but first I have to share with you. So I have um, a boy who's almost nine and a girl who's two and a half. And both of them absolutely love to talk to strangers in the store. And I mean, for those of you who know me, I love talking to people and meeting people, but it's just different when my children just you know, kind of do this whole forced engagement thing by not just talking to the most randomest of people, but my my son, oh, I love him, but sometimes it's like the randomest things that he wants to tell people, like how much he weighs. And um, he asks people if they miss their mom or their dad when they're like 55 years old. And sometimes I'm just like, oh boy, I don't know what to do with this. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm in that season where the grocery store is not my favorite (laughs) place to be, uh, in regards to that, but, you know, being a mom now and going through that, I know my mom would, uh, love hearing this part, but, uh, (laughs) I know that when I was a kid, I put her through the same because I just, I loved talking to people and I know I said the most randomest of things like, uh, (laughs) just remembered one. It's really embarrassing. Um, So I remember once I told my mom that I wanted to eat all the apples and she's like, no, you can't. You don't want to do that. And I was like, well, why? And she's like, well, because it gives you gas. And I was like, oh, okay. And (laughs) so there is this time that we were, and I was like really young, like maybe like five and a half. I don't know. We were at a grocery store and we were checking out, and I remember the um, cashier slid the bag of apples across, and he's and you know how they like to tease kids, and he's like, "Oh, are you gonna eat all these apples to yourself?" And, and I just candidly looked up at him, and I said, "No, because it would give me gas." <laughs> My poor mom. Oh, I'm sure I made her just die inside that day. Um, but there was this other time. And, um, I wasn't like, I was pretty in tune to people when I was a kid, but at the same time, I was like really risky with my, um, interactions, I guess you could say that you would think doesn't include stranger danger, but sometimes there's just like this curiosity in me. I don't know, like this, uh, inner longing to just see inside a person and see beyond what, um, the eye will visually show you to your brain. And, um, so I remember this time, uh, we were at a library and I think I was probably like four and, um, my mom was, it was a beautiful library in, uh, North Bend or Coos Bay, Oregon. And they had this big lobby with the, uh, beautiful greenery everywhere, plants and whatnot. And she was at some other end of the lobby and I was kind of in the middle and there was this guy in this big, he was tall and he had like jet black hair and this huge mohawk, like it wasn't a small one. Like he was one of those that had a mohawk that was like a foot in length sticking straight up and it was jet black. And, um, I'm pretty sure it was. And he, he liked black. So he had this big trench coat flowing all the way down and he had the black boots and black everything. 
And I remember thinking to myself, I bet he has a great smile if he would just smile. And I don't know, there was just like this thing in me that wanted to see that. And so I wanted to compliment him on something that I thought was cool, which um, even though I knew, even though like at four, my mom didn't have like that whole like, this is, you know, a sign of rebellion or, you know, an attitude. It's like I knew what that type of um, image that it wasn't normal that, you know, but I felt like there was just so much more beyond that. And, um, I did think the Mohawk was cool. I was like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm a lot of thoughts are going through my head as a four-year-old. And, um, that part I thought was neat. And so I remember I made eye contact with him and I just blurted out, I really like your Mohawk. <laughs> and I remember in that moment, he gave me the biggest fantastic smile that I have probably ever seen in my life. And I remember thinking in that moment, there it is. And I mean, I don't know, like there's just like this, this thing in that moment that I just, um, and he said, thank you. He was so polite. And, um, that was it. And I remember my mom, she came across the lobby because she saw me talking to him and she was like, Robin, Robin, come on. <laughs> I was like, oh, my poor mom. But I remember thinking that I was just so satisfied that I, I knew he had that smile and that I got to say something nice and that I got to see that. And, and I just felt like that maybe even as a young kid, I made this guy's day. And, um, but yeah, as I was thinking about this story, I just was like, you know, there's a lot of people that might dress a certain way and seem to, you know, want to represent something. But, you know, I think a lot of people want to be seen in a different way than what they choose to give off. Because I think that when people also feel like that you actually see them, that it's, it's just more real. And um, I just want to encourage you, wherever you're at, wherever, you know, in life, like to not, like, let's not miss these moments. And I mean, this isn't to put pressure on you at all. It's just the thought of seeing people and um, more importantly, seeing them how God sees them. Um, because sometimes when, when you flip that perspective and look at it that way, you're going to think of someone differently if, if, you, if you really deep down think, well, how does God see them? Because God doesn't see people the way man sees people and he sees the heart and he sees so much more and he's, he's been there through it all, what they've been through. And, um, you know, there's so many people hurting in the world today. And, you know, it's obvious people want to be seen. And so let's just take time when, when we're, you know, at that coffee place and when we're at that restaurant and, you know, when we might be feeling frustrated and someone might respond a certain way. Um, it's just like, Let's try to see beyond what is going on through 
someone else's frustration or um, someone else's um, appearance and um, what they might give off. And, and you know, uh, if we're open to that, God will lead you in it. And that can be just a number of things, you know, like whether they're in a hurting place or whether they're on top of the world. And um, basically, it's just being mindful and being intentional and um, thinking beyond ourselves and allowing um, our own heart and mind to be open to what might be more to someone than what meets the eye. And um, I mean, maybe someone's done that for you before. I mean, I'd love to hear about it if, you know, you have your own story like that. Um, I love I love hearing those kinds of things that happen. And uh, well, I just I love stories in general. But anyway, um, yeah, so there's a spot on the podcast where you can leave a message or you can message me on social media if you like. And you know, whether it pertains to this podcast or not, um, I welcome any kind of feedback. I would just love to hear from you. If you want to learn more, you can go to stirring-embers.com and you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook and our handle is Stirring Embers. So anyway, thank you so much for joining me today and listening to this podcast. I really appreciate it. And uh, I look forward to next time.